0: On everybody, Jorge Aquino coming live to you live and direct. Obviously, I wouldn't be coming live to you if I wasn't live and direct, but anyways, Tormenting Tarmac coming at you podcast where the enthusiast never dies. I hope everybody is having a fantastic day. Uh, we are recording, it's a Wednesday night. Um, the weather is getting absolutely stunning out here in in, uh, central Arizona. Um, after a couple of weeks of like several, you know. Massive wind gusts and storms and really cool for the weather, cool for the desert type weather. Heck, it even snowed in like northern parts of Phoenix and in Tucson and all the, all that good stuff. But now today was 77 degrees and sunny. It was absolutely stunning. But um, I am not hanging out alone with myself this evening on Tormenting Tarmac. I have two very very special guests, two very good friends of mine who actually happen to be the very first guests that Tormenting Tarmac ever had and it was an absolute pleasure to have them then and it's an even bigger pleasure to have them on now. Jordan Akistepesh from DuPont Registry, Dylan Orlock from DuPont Registry. What's going on fellas? What's happening? What's up, hey, brother? It's, it's it's good to see you guys. You know, unfortunately, we're missing Ron tonight. I'm gonna call him out. I told him try and be here. He said he was gonna try, and then he couldn't. General Motors or the family are probably keeping keeping him away. If it's the family, okay. If it's the general, darn it, general, come on, give my man a break. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm so proud of Ron. Ron's doing some cool cool stuff over at GM. I wish I could tell you guys more, but I gave him my word that I could not. Um, just know. He is kicking ass um, with the stuff that he's up to over there at GM right now, and I'm proud of that son of a gun. Um, him and I, he's going to be coming back on the pod soon. We got a little special that we're going to be starting here on Tormenting Tarmac called Engineering Enigmas, where we're going to be talking about like some crazy, weird race cars that people may not know about. But that's not that's not today. That's not today. That's for another time. So Ronnie, we're going to have you back on soon. But today it's all about going super uber bougie of course because when Dylan and when Jordan are here you know we, we just get into the into the weeds and in, into the, some of the most craziest cars and some of the craziest stuff that is happening um, on the other side of the massive wallets but um let me first of all um how are you guys doing how is DuPont the new mag happening like what what's what, what's what you guys been up to over there in Florida man I'll start off with you Jordan. New mag is good. Um,
1: Working really hard. Uh, We're enjoying it. We're doing a lot more editorial stuff. So giving the opportunity to write about some really cool cars and watches and lifestyle things and uh, and some real estate too. So we're we're diversifying and it's better than ever. That's
0: fantastic to hear. It's uh, been just a, a, a tick over a year now since you guys really went ahead and put the new spin on the magazine and whatnot. And I just see it completely blowing up every single month every single time I see it on my Instagram feed I'm like oh my god this is so dope and I'm really proud of what you guys are doing over there how about you Dylan I see you taking road trips left and right representing the brand as best as you can what's going on with you my man how you been
2: I've been good I've been good uh yeah road trips for work um just moving and shaking trying my best man Awesome. Uh,
0: we were gonna try and link up for Barrett and for um and for Bonhams, but I, our schedules just did. You were so busy with clients, like I was not even gonna try and get in there, which I totally understand, by the way. But um, I guess we'll kind of start there. That was a couple of months ago. By the time that people hear this, it'll probably be probably at three months, but you know, it's, it's, it's okay. Because we're catching up and, and also, you know, with, with what Dylan, with what you do, you, you can probably even give give us more insight into some of the craziness um, with the deals and everything like that, that you may have seen from your clients or just seeing it firsthand. So how was your experience? You did Sotheby's bottoms and Barrett, right? Yep.
2: Yep. I got to go to, uh, got to go to all of them. Um, Normally when Jordan and I are out there. We are out there for like 10 days. So it's like set up, you know, manage the booth and then break down, driving the cars in and out, doing the whole thing. And you're on your feet all day. So there's no chance that you're going to do anything else while you're out in Scottsdale. Excuse yeah. Me. Um, so this year um, we didn't have the booth set up, um, we kind of wanted to see what it would be like if we had kind of our sales guys on the ground and walking around and meeting people and that way you get to spend more time with your clients. So we did that. Um, it was my first year. So instead of getting like media credentials and stuff like that, I actually signed up to be a bidder. Oh, I, nice. Cause you know, if you're sitting there, you'll, sometimes you think like, Hey, there could be a deal, you know. You see I mean, deals happen all the time. And especially 100%. like early in the week when it's like, I don't know, like older stuff that's like seven grand yeah. when that could be fifteen thousand dollars, depending. So I looked at a couple cars, nothing, nothing crazy, but yeah. um, like I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was working. So did that. Um, got to check out some of the uh, the other auctions. Bonhams was pretty cool. I'd never been yeah. over there um even go it's the Biltmore where RM is right that's right yeah that's a really really cool place and I got to sit down and you know enjoy the auction go to the preview look at some of the cars it was um it was a good good time and then we had our usual party at the the W hotel for our clients and it was good Great. I
0: feel like I feel like for 2024, I need to go ahead and get into get somehow sneak into this party, bro. Just <laughs> I need to go. I haven't even been myself. We yeah. we got it. Okay. I know it was unfortunate because Jordan wasn't able to go ahead and make yeah. it out to Scottsdale. Um you were you were busy running stuff over in in, in, in Florida, doing your thing yeah. and whatnot you know, your workload has, has grown into such a special thing, bro. Um, With you being the director of lifestyle over there and doing more editorial stuff. And I guess as it continues to grow, what have you, you know, now that you've been um, doing that portion of the magazine for the last, like, let's say 12, 13 months, Jordan, like what's, what's the first thing that you've been able to go ahead and learn that you wouldn't have seen otherwise, if you didn't help in the assistance of where you guys have gone to with the Oreo editorial? I guess
1: it's the opportunity to begin with because the, the first magazine when I came in was strictly cars for sale and ads that way. Right. So it's kind of giving you a voice in the magazine, which is cool. Um, But it also gets you to think of, you could write about literally anything. I mean, I love cars and obviously watches. So those are my main things, but us getting into real estate now and, and kind of showing off these crazy homes. It's like another thing that I'm figuring out that I, that I enjoy as well. So yeah, it's um, I, I would just say the opportunity as a whole is just like, is just the best. I mean, it, it gets us to play around with
0: some things we never, never have before. I hear you. I, he- I hear you on the playing around with stuff that I, you would have never imagined to play with before. But, um, yeah. Before I forget because we've mentioned watches and I would feel, I would feel that it would not do justice to tormenting tarmac when you know when dylan and jordan are both on i feel like we got to do a wrist check real quick fellas what we got going on tonight apple watch <laughs>
1: it's, Keep keeping it it's, simple um, with the apple watch all right yeah cool. I, I've, I've been i've been doing it it's uh i don't know how i haven't taken it off and thrown my other watches on but it's just easy toss it on you. it tells me it gives me all my messages it's it's it tells you
0: how many work. steps you've you, you've taken or yeah, like whether or not you need to take more steps. I hear you, no, How about you, sure. you Dylan? What we got, bro?
2: There's got to be a better way to have, can you wear, do people wear both? Do people wear yeah. both?
0: Yeah, they do. I, I just
1: don't think I'm that guy. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'd have to have a really crazy second watch. So. I, I, I
0: see people like do double wrist, like they'll go ahead and do like, let's say I've seen people do the, the tag Hoyer Carrera on the right wrist and the apple watch on the left wrist and i think to myself i'm like that's so weird but then i'm like well no because they're not using the apple watch as the watch they're using it as the accessory which is a very different thing and so then i think to myself okay no i then i can vibe with it i can dig it for sure so um
2: i i I don't mind it what do we got Got a hamilton khaki field
0: oh nice dude that's a sick watch the last time you were on, I think you were rocking the, um, the hodinky Unimag. Was that the one you had I on last time?
2: Constantly. I bought that watch to flip it and I put it on once. And I, I didn't take it off for like two weeks. Like I, Yo, I that's really cool. like that. I really like that watch and I didn't expect cool. like it as much as I do.
0: I wear it all the time. That's a cool watch, but I like your Hamilton khaki. I've seen them now. Um, I think they just released a new issue. Hodinkee went ahead and showed it off and whatnot. And uh, it is just, it's a cool, simplistic watch. It's like, it's like the simple man's Rolex Explorer in a way, but the fact that you can go ahead and get it with like the cloth strap, as opposed to going ahead and going with the metal bracelet, I think is a really cool vibe. It's unique. It's a workman's type of watch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it still gives you a bit of elegance because it just shows that, I got a little bit of swagger in me without, you know, showing off too much. I think it's a really classy watch. I dig it very much.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And Jordan would know this better, but isn't it like one of the, it's one of the oldest watch brands, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Especially with the field watch. I mean, that's such a classic. I mean, the stories behind field
0: watches are what makes them some of the most valuable watches to collect. Yeah. They're very cool. And, And they're at a really reasonable price too. Like they're not, they're not deep into like, Omega or IWC territory like they're they're definitely well within a nice ballpark of like you know maybe starting like around eight nine hundred maybe going into a grand but like you know then you got your your Seamaster or your Speedmasters that started about five six IWC Pilots started about five like there's a nice healthy gap where you can go into it into a Hamilton and you're not spending an arm and a leg to try and get into it like it's it's a good healthy number and it's a really strong watch that you can go ahead and wear every day and like really enjoy it so i i definitely got all the respect in the world for the hamilton khaki um i uh i haven't announced it not not that this is a massive watch or anything fellas but i did go ahead and uh i was gifted a, a an old like a vintage swatch i showed it to jordan a couple of weeks ago yeah. we were on the phone um i don't know if you can see that dylan It's just yeah, it, cool. it, it needs its battery it's needed it needs a refresh for sure but uh this was gifted to me by one of my bosses at my full-time job because he wanted somebody who could take be- better care of it he's been daily an explorer 2 for like 30 years and uh he hadn't worn this since he was in medical school and so he was like take it you know you you'll take care- better care of it than i can i was like bet and i did yeah. so i have it i just need to get a new battery for it but uh there's a-, a vintage 90s swatch that's very skinny that'll probably look tiny on my ginormous wrist but i'm not mad at it doesn't even matter yeah as, long as, as, we, it, really as cool. long as you love it and and it's all there's always whatever whenever there's a fun story attached to you know whatever it is that you're wearing on your wrist or whatever it is that we get into as a car, that's always the kind of the, the most fun thing, you know. Um I but agree. I wanna I wanna go back to uh to bottoms and to Sotheby's real quick with you, Dylan, because um, you know, I didn't get a chance to go to Sotheby's, but I did go to Bottoms and I did go to Barrett. And my first time going to Bonham's this year. Last year was my first time going to Barrett, and it was an incredible experience, you know, for a multitude of reasons. Obviously, us three, we met last year at Barrett, and it was, the, we hit it off and we've become really good friends since. But it was also just a really cool vibe. It was the first time that Barrett had really been back since the beginning of the COVID 19 pandemic at full force and whatnot. And this year they were back at it again. I went on a Thursday as opposed to going on a Sunday. And I got a different vibe. And I I also got a chance to go ahead and see some auctions happening. I saw a freaking VW bus go for 100 Gs. It was ridiculous. Um, But I went to Bottoms. And I know that you saw that MC12 Corsa, right? What were your thoughts on it? Because that thing has popped off on my Instagram page like nobody's business. I swear to God.
2: That's Yeah, that's a really, really cool car. And it was cool for the people that are really into those and that have been trying to I've got a friend in New York that um, has been trying to compile like a list and you know track down where they all are because very few I forget the number but it's like there's like twelve or something. That's what I've heard. Yeah, something like that. Um, And no one has really been able to put a value on it because none of them sell publicly. Right. So it was a cool thing to to kind of see that happen and you know um from what i've heard it was a strong number that it sold for
0: i I think i saw something around like i'm trying i'm trying to make sure i don't exaggerate but i could have sworn i saw maybe four around four mil something like that it was a healthy number for sure Yeah. um and 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 considering that it's a race car which to be completely honest somebody will make that street legal or just drive it the way that it is on the streets and not get pulled over who knows wherever it goes Whoever, whoever the owner is, you know, live your life, son or daughter, how might could have been a lady shout out to all the ladies out there we're recording on international women's day there's so many women in the automotive and motorsports scene that I think that I just want to acknowledge it real quick, this is going to release like several weeks later, but I feel like there's an acknowledgement that needs to be made. Um. That is a growing sector within the automotive scene, and I think that it deserves all the respect and love in the world. So, shout out to all the ladies who are absolutely killing it. Shout out to my wife who allows me to do this every single day. I appreciate her. She doesn't listen, but shout out to her because she's a shit. Um, so 3.5 yeah,
2: three point five plus fees.
0: Three point five plus fees. That's a healthy number, I would say. Hundred percent. Considering, number. yeah, considering that we've never really seen anything in public like that before, um, I would definitely say that that's something. Uh, to be proud of from the owner's perspective lord knows he probably went ahead and depending on how long he's he owned it probably definitely did well um on the flip there and whatnot but um i guess you know I, i'm curious to know and i know that you saw some of the stuff that we had for sale out here too jordan's from afar so what were other than that mc12 what were some of those cars that went ahead and you 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 saw that surprised you in a positive fashion and perhaps on a I wouldn't say negative, but kind of surprised you where you thought I'd do more. What are we thinking here, fellas?
2: I'm trying to think. Um, Let me look back here at some of these cars. i um, trying to think of anything that really stood out. Um, that So my client with the Carrera GT that he painted, Ferrari, uh, oh, yeah. Professor Fiocco.
0: That was over at Barrett, if I'm not mistaken, at was Barrett. it not? Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing yeah. it. It was next to the Nardo Gray F40, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yes. Yes. yes, Exactly. So those two cars going back to back was really cool to see. I think, you know, the Carrera GT was a strong number, especially for what it was. Sure. Um, that That's 40. a great color, by the way. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I I honestly think it looks really good. And everyone was talking about it. Everyone, it was either that, you know, they were talking about the gray F40 um, or the, uh, the career GT. And it's funny that uh, the career GT broke the, was like the record for that week and then the F40 was next. And then it broke the record right behind it. Right.
1: Um, What did the F40 end up doing?
0: That F40, I think went for a little over two. Want to make sure that I'm not getting my numbers wrong. I think there's this dude here in Scottsdale. I think his name, his Instagram handle is Scottsdale Scott, Scottsdale Car Spotting, who um, covers all, as many of the auctions as he can. He was covering Amelia, and obviously, we'll we'll, we'll get into Amelia next here in just a few minutes because I I definitely want to hear your thoughts on it. But I think it was somewhere around like a tick over two. I um
2: yeah, I'll have to go ahead and
0: look right, it up. Right. Yeah, is that what you guys are seeing too? It's a great great looking car um and i think that there was a lot that it had to offer there um it's a it, that's a it's a competition car if i'm not mistaken right yeah um yet or maybe
2: it was a street car with lm parts on it i can't remember the okay. story rm had it for sale in their private se- sales sector out in uh monterey right yeah monterey yeah um so it obviously didn't sell, or maybe it sold, and then the guy sent it to Barrett. But um either way, it looked nuts. So <laughs> it was—it's
1: super cool, Nardo F40. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's, a it's,
0: its not something we see very often, right, fellas? You know, we always go ahead and see like how many. Th- I think the F40 was only made in like maybe three or four colors tops. Like so, there's Rosso Ra- Ra- Fiorano, you know, Ferrari red, black. Um, yellow foco or not yellow what, what, whatever their yellow did
1: is yellow I, yeah. I the only ones I've seen are, are red black and then it's if, if people have
0: um, have changed the color of course That's I think true. Someone, there's a guy that did
1: green right I think we listened to a podcast with him one time
0: I have seen the green one and then there was this one photographer based out of out of the Great Britain who recently sold his, I think about a year and a half ago or two years ago, this guy this guy named Sam Moores. He's a Sam Moores photography and he's a commercial photographer. He does work with McLaren and, um, and a bunch of other, um, brands out in the UK. And he had a F40 that he painted blue, a blue F40. Schmi covered it a few different times on his channel. And it was a delightful looking color, like really, really cool. He sold it like about a year and a half ago, obviously made out very, very well on it and whatnot. But it was um, actually that blue, that blue F40, I will admit, made me fall, re-fall back in love with the F40 and enjoy it more so than what I believe to be the greatness that is the F50. Because I used to be an F50 guy. And then I saw that blue F40 and I was like, I got to. I got to change my mind.
2: Yeah, it was really cool. The way to go. F forty is for sure. I but I don't know. the The F fifty is beautiful, but I feel F forty is so iconic.
1: Yeah,
0: I think they both. I think they're obviously very both both iconics uh, in different ways. You know, if you're a if you're somebody who grew up in the eighties, I feel like you 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 might go towards the F forty. If you're somebody in the nineties, like. You know, we grew up in the nineties, you know, you, 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 your heart gravitates more to the F50. Um, and to be completely honest, maybe it was the fact that I just fell in love with that particular blue F40. You know, I yeah. see F40s, you know, on the, all the time on Instagram and, and on social media and I see them and I'm just like, that's just a badass car. And then I see an F50 and I'm just like, yeah, that thing is bananas. You know? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I have this thing of like, I think I've just gotten to the point where I like they both rule and they're both great for what they are. One's a 4.9 V 12. The other one's a two nine V eight with, with turbos that, that makes more boost than it in, than it should ever. <laughs> right. True. And so I think it's just a matter of just being able to appreciate if you see one, then you are a blessed human being because you just saw an F 40 and an F 50 in front of your eyes. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to go ahead and um, and I, I think there's plenty more that we can discuss about uh, RM Sotheby's and uh, bottoms and Barrett and I, I, and we'll get into that later because I do want to go ahead and uh, since you guys did both go to Amelia Island um and well, that was, was just there. oh you didn't get a chance to go yeah, but at least oh, I was back at the office unfortunately man, I
1: think,
2: but was I, I, talking I got, to I boss, got the
1: pictures and I got all the updates from Dylan okay cool for the week so it was that's it was,
0: fair. Man. That's fair I mean it, Dylan is living his best life. my man man is killing is the killing the game well i I, I guess i am
2: trying i know
0: you are you are and i I, I want to talk to you about the uh the 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 raptor and we'll talk and and jordan's got some stuff to go ahead and tell us about some stuff that happened in his garage recently which is really fascinating but let's let's talk Amelia island for a second man so i guess Amelia island for those who are listening that are most people who listen to this podcast probably know exactly what Amelia Island is, but perhaps somebody might be listening to this episode for the very first time, and they're trying to go ahead and get into the car game and, and into and understanding all these different car events that happen year-round all over the world, and they might not know or be familiar with Am- Amelia Island. So, fellas, can you kind of clarify what exactly Amelia Island is for those for newbies that might be listening?
1: I rip, Jordan. Yeah, so Amelia Island uh, is the, the concourse that happens in um, northern Florida. It's uh, some of the best cars, people, shows you'll ever see. Um, yeah. So, and along with that, they've got some pretty crazy auctions uh, I haven't been able to get into the auctions before, but um, walking the field, you see some of the most incredible examples of cars you've ever seen. Uh, I think it's the first time I saw a CLK GTR.
0: Oh uh, my God. That's uh, hell a of a car. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. No, it's, it's, it's one of those places where you can't even describe it. It's just, you know, you're going to knock off a bunch of bucket list cars that you you know you've never seen before. So I it's it's you. pretty special and, and having the opportunity to go there before it was like. It was it was pretty serious, yeah. We a good time. I got you.
2: current F one driving down the street, great. That's not with, normal. With three yeah. people in it, with all oh, they did it. Oh yeah. man, yeah. it's so
0: great. I did. It. I think I'm trying to remember what what season of Car Trek it was that Bolian Tavares.
2: That,
0: that was when we went. Yeah,
2: that was that. Okay, so,
0: so that was that. So that would have been what two two years ago? I think is when that 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 yeah yeah we went two. Yeah, because that was um. What color was that F one? It was like a. gray oh it was green okay oh my god it that 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 first of all that season of car track they're killing car track right now it's it's so good every single time it comes out i'm just i i have the best time watching it their content creation for those from the three from the three gentlemen that we just spoke about um ed bullion tyler hoover freddie Tavares hernandez like they're they're absolutely killing it and and good on them but um if you haven't watched that uh, series of car track. I think it's like car track three or four. In the very first episode, they go ahead and they take a McLaren F1 and they just rip it down the the keys in Florida. And I'm just like, these mofos right now are slaying Crazy. the game. Yeah, but um, so you said that that was your first time seeing an F1 over at Amelia Island, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, that was like I don't know, it was a wild experience. You kind
1: of. It's like a mirage. You're like, I don't know if that's what I think it is. And then it starts closer and you're like, whoa, this is (laughs) this is something. And that was right when the um I think the Elva, the McLaren Elva started um making its way on the scene. So So that would have been what, like 2019? Yeah. Yeah,
0: 2019,
1: I think. Yeah. Okay. So it,
0: it it was, yeah, that's a crazy show. I always had a good time when we went up there. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I think there was, they had an album because McLaren Scottsdale, shout out to McLaren Scottsdale. Um, yeah. They just had their re-grand opening here in Scottsdale, like two th- maybe three or four weeks ago. Um, yeah, I think it, was, it was, right was right after Barrett, right? Yeah. Barrett and, um, it was yeah.
2: Thursday. It
0: was yeah. Thursday. That would make sense. That would make sense. It was, it was the Thursday before Barrett, if I'm not mistaken. Cause I, I, I didn't get a chance to go. Um, first of all, I was not invited <laughs> to be fair, so it's not one of those like, oh, I didn't get a chance to go, I chose not to. So no, I flat out, I, they don't know who I am. But if you're listening right now, McLaren Scott Sale, my name is Jorge Aquino and I host Tormenting Tarmac. It's nice to meet you. That yeah. all being said, uh, they had an Elva there and they also had um, that's that new Zinger, that's right, oh, yeah. the C Z I N G R, yeah. yeah um apparently i think that's the official dealership if you order zinger here in in the phoenix area it comes through mclaren scottsdale but it's a beautiful facility i saw all the pictures and whatnot and it's it's very very cool and i just figured i'd go ahead and bring that up because you brought up the elva because they had an elva at the show heck i even believe hennessy brought out the f5 to their to to their thing too right something like that
2: yeah Koenigsegg was there they had a car yeah. um There was a McLaren F1 there as well. Oh, yes.
0: I definitely did. I think it's – I don't know how many F1s we have here in the Phoenix area. I think we have one or two. Um, I know that there's a silver silver one knocking around, which I'm like, yeah, because that's normal. Crazy. (laughs) Right? But um, so Amelia Island, you know, how does it compare, you think, Dylan, to – um Bonham's and Sotheby's is it a similar flair is it different because it's on it's in Florida and Jordan I'd love to get your thoughts on that too I know you didn't get a chance to go but you were at Barrett last year and you you covered it from you you covered Amelia Island from the editorial aspect and whatnot how do you think that it compares um the east coast shows compared to some of the stuff that we do on the west coast so
2: there's like three main car weeks in or like you know weekends gatherings where auctions come to town and right. there's course events and you know other things like that monterey car week it's probably the best thing we have in the states because there's so much going on right the is such a great event all the auctions are in town you could end up in an auction every night there's there's so much to do Then there's Scottsdale where all the auctions come to town and there's car events every single night. It's very, very cool. Um, And then there's Amelia Island, which is like, what has been the biggest thing for us on the East coast for, for a long time. Now there's like 20 years
0: for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least
2: Um, now there's stuff like uh, the bridge in Long Island and Audrain concourse and stuff like that um, up in the Northeast, which is cool to see that they're, they're getting some stuff as well. But, um amelia has all of the same auctions their Bonhams is there um rm is there uh broad arrow Haggerty's auction company and gooding is is there and then basically how the the layout of the weekend is like friday is the porsche works reunion Mm -hmm. um which is always a really cool show yeah um then on there's uh, Gooding is on the Gooding auction is on Friday typically Saturday there's Cars and Coffee and Radwood and Cars and Coffee is basically the whole day and they just cover the show field with cars. Auctions are that day as well. RM uh, I, Bonhams is either Friday or Saturday. Uh, RM and Broad Arrow were on uh, on Saturday and then Sunday is the Concours. And then there's events at night as well, so it's um pretty, yeah. It's probably the premier automotive event on the East Coast, and you, like Jordan said, you see a, a little bit of everything,
0: right? Um, I'm I'm curious to know, Jordan, from the. the covering aspect you know what i mean because like there's so much social media coverage and just media coverage in general when it comes to like stuff like like amelia island or when you and the team are covering the stuff that's happening perhaps at car week and in scottsdale and um just things all over the nation how do you take it in the sense where obviously i think there's a matter of people who are loyal To wanting to go ahead and read your stuff or follow your stuff first but i guess again now that you've been in in the game from the position where you're at now for like well over a year now and a couple years um how do you feel you know how have you been able to go ahead and try and differentiate yourself where you can make sure that you guys are putting out what you feel is the most quality thing because that's got to be something that is a challenge from a good and positive perspective but then you know you want people to go ahead and look at dupont stuff going on first before anybody else right
1: yeah i mean and when it comes to some of those auction companies i think the cars kind of create them stories the stories themselves it's very true um which is kind of cool because i mean you could be looking at i think RM right now has an oh three enzo silver one going up and you'd think wow just because the color it's incredible but that car only 141 miles on it and still wrapped in plastic so it's like stuff like that is like easy to write about. And and I think it's just us surrounding ourselves with, you know, clients like RM and, um, and some of those, you know, bigger guys that kind of make it easy for us to create content. So I wouldn't say that there's a downside to anything or it being different at all. Um, But it's definitely, you kind of have like a toy box full of just content that you can create at all times. And I think for, for like Amelia, a lot of our big stuff is, um, Post auctions where we'll, you know, deliver huge numbers, like RM did $70 million in sales with a 92 percent sell rate at Amelia for their last one. So right. um, just that in itself is just, is a story that can just blow up. And, and I think people enjoy reading those big high, you know, figures and, and sales like, you know, F40s, F50s, Charans and stuff like that, doing some Briggs.
2: We also have a we're in a unique position where we're like not just uh like a, a media company that covers, you know, news. Right. Because we're partners with like all the auction houses, uh, because mm-hmm. we handle a lot of their advertising. Where we work with all of the dealers that are there and you know have cars on the show field and all the private sellers are. Customers, not all of them, but a lot of them are customers of ours or have sold a car, bought a car through DuPont registry. So we've got this unique connection where when Jordan and I were at Amelia two years ago, he's like, All right, I got to go because, you know, I'm going to a private unveiling with Rolls Royce. And he gets to just go and, you know, dip out and just hang out with the guy. (laughs) jordan's oh, such
0: a casual guy's like sorry guys i gotta go i'm going over to an unveiling oh no, i'm now, sitting guys. in the back like
2: i shouldn't be here but
1: um <laughs> no no Dylan's right i mean it's 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 one of those things where you're surrounding with yourselves with these people that have you know read your magazine have been a part mm-hmm. of your magazine for so long so it's like i don't know we all just take care of each other you know it's and i don't think there's any you know competitive nature there i think we all kind of work together but like I first said, I think it's the cars that sell, you know, the story. Gotcha.
0: Uh, uh, there's two questions that I want to ask you. I, I hadn't remember this and you just brought it up right now when you talked about going to a private unveiling and whatnot. You guys, um, I, I know for sure Dylan was there. You guys were over at BMW's unveiling um, about one of their cars, like literally just last week, right? What, what, what was it?
2: Yeah, yeah Jordan was yeah. there. Yeah. Jordan yeah, was there we too, that's the, right. Uh, okay,
0: We went for the BMW um,
1: XM, the first... Uh, hybrid m car release and it it actually is a place that we go to frequently it's like a little food hall place that's um in tampa and they they put on the unveiling for bmw and that was really cool yeah it was was a neat car to see
0: nice what are we thinking Uh, do we do we like this because the the x6 x7 um is obviously bmw's biggest suv that they make Mm -hmm. and um the bigger the car the bigger the front fascia looks with the massive grills, I think that the massive grills are definitely affected more when it's a smaller car. Hence why the BMW two series and three series to me can look a little bit, uh, but the seven series yeah. looks a little bit better. And then it looks stronger on the SUVs. Um, So from, I guess from an aesthetic standpoint, what do you guys think? And then from a technical standpoint, like that's, this is, this is going to be a fast truck, a really fast truck. What are we thinking?
1: Um, I liked it. Yeah. I think we, we both kind of stood at the front of the car for a while and mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how we felt about the grill. And I think it does well in that car. I think it was illuminated too, which was, which was a nice touch. And I think with the new headlight design, it being slimmer and more of just like a, I don't know, embedded line, I guess you could call it. Right. Um, I think it looks pretty good, but I'm on the same thing with the, you know, the, the new M3 and, two series it's i don't know they're, they're kind of grown on me but there is a an oddity about them i agree
0: i think the m3 and m4 they're starting to look a little bit better now that i start to see them more frequently and sure. i think particular colors work for them too the darker the color the better the face looks i'm going to be completely honest but at the same time um and i don't want to just dis- besmirch bmw when i say this but i i i feel the need to say this BMW has this really interesting thing with the three series with its grill. It looks like it had really bad teeth surgery, but then the M2, if you look at it, it looks like a Brazilian butt lift went wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, but but then like, it's only from certain angles because then if you look at the M2, because I've seen the pictures of the M2, and I'm looking forward to finally seeing some film be be done in the next few months once the 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 media drives start to happen it's only from certain angles and so i just wish that bmw were a little bit more consistent and stronger with the design language of their cars um to allow it to flow better on some of their smaller cars and then allow it to flow better on some of their bigger cars because the seven series for example the seven series doesn't look that bad it actually looks very nice very elegant sure i just saw one on the road the other day it looked good It looked good. I saw a white one in, um, late last month and it looks pretty, it looks nice. I I was definitely vibing with it. It looked good in white. I can tell you that right now, a seven series in white looks tremendous. Um, and I think that the, the more subtle, the color on the seven series, the better. Um, and like I said, the darker, the color on the M three M fours probably the better and whatnot, but, um, Mm I want to ask you guys something because we, we I'm not sure we really touched on this last time. And and now that it's been a little over a year and the market seems to change, guys, um, more often than not. It went from a really, really high in 2022 and it's more balancing itself out now at the beginning of 2023. Um, and I'm curious to know how, you know, what you guys are seeing from your clients. Like, what are what are they looking for? You talked about the delivery mileage enzo the, the silver one with 151 miles on it or something like that um are they are people looking for the delivery mileage or are they looking for something that's been driven so they can enjoy it or is it just a healthy mix of everything and is it i guess balancing itself out or are we going to go ahead and be seeing some crazier numbers in the next few months here what do you think Dill?
2: um depends on the person mm. if the car is going to be driven it's they're going to want more miles um just because that means it's been maintained and you know it hasn't been sitting because if you buy those super low mile cars and and go to drive them i mean they haven't been driven at all Yeah. yeah 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 it's a nightmare but, um, so that I mean that whole thing depends on on the customer for sure. There's people that are looking for both things I mean there there's people that will sell what they think is the lowest mileage example of their car to get something with more with lower miles if they can find it. like we just had a uh or no, it wasn't us. it was um uh r m in uh in Scottsdale had there was a black Countach that had like under a thousand miles. It just wow. Crazy. I mean, crazy. You know, stuff. um, but, uh, the market was it's, I, I don't, I don't even have an answer for it. It's just so wild. I mean, just when you think it's starting to go down, like I was getting buy figures on, uh, my last truck and, uh, MMR was X. And then I checked it like a month later and MMR was more. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what is, going on. So I don't know. I think for the really special cars, the market's going to stay pretty strong. Um, Everything else, it's probably going to even out, but we've been saying that forever. So I don't,
0: (laughs) no end in sight. It's crazy. Well, I'm curious to ask you this question, because you know, you do have the two different clients. You've got the clients that want the collector piece, and then you've got the client who wants that driven, the one that can be driven. And the, the the price the, the the price discrepancy between the two doesn't seem as um big between them as you would think it, it, are we in the in are we potentially going to be seeing um and this depends on what the cl- uh, on what collectors and clients want but can we possibly see the more desirable cars now be the driver drivers as opposed to the low mileage stuff because people perhaps want to drive them and they're willing to pay more of a premium than for those ones or do you not do you guys not seeing that happening or is it just a depends on the car type thing
2: it uh it depends i mean people are always gonna probably pay more for the one with lower miles of course you know just it's almost like they're the first owner like i don't know if you listen to spice car radio but there was one at the time where they were talking, do you remember when they were talking about Zorzi and like yes. how this guy that is Italian guy that just kept all the stickers on his Porsche? So when the next person got it, they could take all the stickers off essentially. Yeah. It was like it's it's one of those things where you know that car is gonna bring a lot of money, and the same example that has miles on it is going to bring less. But at the same time, if you were going to drive the lower mileage one. It, you're going to have to put a ton more money into that, yeah. to get it drivable. Being drivable is the plan. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, does that answer your question?
0: No, it does. It does, and then you also have those very interesting collectors or 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 owners of these of these cars who do want to get something that's low mileage, but not so they can go ahead and keep it as a showpiece, but so they can go ahead and drive it like brand new. Zuckerman yeah. actually is a perfect example of that from Spike's Car Radio, and Spike does the same thing too. They'll buy like I I I know that uh, Zuckerman just bought like the like the nicest E thirty four M five on the planet and paid and i don't even want to know what he paid for it but good on him because he's got the money yeah. and he god bless him but like it's low mileage and it's not going to be something that just sits in his collection like he's gonna he, he might have bought it with like two thousand miles but he's gonna drive the tits off tits off of it excuse me and that that's even more fascinating is when people go ahead and buy them because they kind of want to feel what it felt like brand new perhaps in 1980 something or in 1990 something and whatnot so that i feel is incredibly fascinating in and of itself because those cars those fluids haven't gone through that car in a, quite a while it's yeah i'm wondering how it's going to handle it when you give it, it to refresh
2: really exactly um he might be the coolest guy
0: i've i've listened for to spike's car radio for for two or three years now and zuckerman is such an nice an encyclopedia um w- when you would never expect him to be yeah because he's he's a lawyer right by the way and that's not saying that a lawyer can't be a gearhead and whatnot but because you would think that he's got so much things on his mind about you know california law and 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 and, and um and injury type stuff it, it, when he starts to discuss especially when he's having a conversation with Zucker, with excuse me with Spike, and especially when Jerry Seinfeld is on their show, um, it, it, oh my God, it is an incredible, um, interaction that they have between the three of them, you know. Um, I remember last year, I think, um, uh, Andy Proingler and um, I, the other gentleman that that is very high up at Porsche, they were on SCR.
2: All Frank Wallace, sir. Thank you. Yes. Yeah.
0: And the conversation that those five gentlemen were having between themselves, and and the spikes, the, the conversations that Spike, Jerry, and Zuckerman will have, you're just you're what you're listening to is like gold, like genuine gold, like the the type of stuff that the three of us might want to go ahead and be talking about, and and knowing in twenty to twenty five years type time, um, and it, it's just such a it's a special experience. So a free plug to Spike's car radio, please for the love of God, listen to that shit. It's such a great podcast. So. Um, um, but uh, you're you're absolutely right. Zuckerman is like, uh, he's a collector's collector who 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 does things incredibly differently, and does it the right way. Um, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, um, Jordan. I want to talk to you about something which you and I kind of talked about, and I and I'm gonna preface this by saying you don't have to go ahead and go as deep as you want to, but if you want to go as deep as you want, let's do that because I think it's really important for the people to know. So. Sure um you b- bought a car recently which is actually okay. a really dope um it's it's like a volkswagen it's, is it a jetta wagon remind it's a jetta wagon so right? it's a
1: it's a golf wagon so it's, it's a golf, golf wagon family. yeah it's gotcha. a golf all track so yeah
0: four-wheel drive wagon it's pretty cool six-speed manual right um, Speed manual um an incredible green color on it i love it so much it's like a dark yeah. green
1: yeah yeah gray falls green it's called and it's on um
0: Marrakech brown. That's pretty cool. Nice. It's a nice color. Now, and you bought this a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you, uh, but, oh, you know what? I forgot to plug it. Oh my sweet baby Jesus! Hold up, hold up. We got to plug Instagrams real quick before I forget, because I, I, I am that guy that wants to make sure that his friends are represented. So first of all, if you want to go ahead and follow Jordan, you can follow him at Jordan underscore A on Instagram. And if you want to go ahead and find Dylan on Instagram, you can go ahead and find him as it pops up. It's a race car deal on Instagram. And importantly, go check out everything that is DuPont Registry on Instagram. There's about six different Instagram accounts. There's the main one. There's the DuPont Registry Magazine one. There's the DuPont Registry Watches. There's the DuPont Registry Cars and Coffee. What else am I missing? That's four of them right now. I know there's a couple more. Uh, DuPont Registry News. DuPont Registry In News. North yes. All right. More. Yeah. That, I, I mean, there it. probably are more, but <laughs> there probably are more, but that's five of them. So go that's check five. all There's those five out. They're five excellent ones. And then, of course, go check out Dylan and Jordan on Instagram. But, anyways, sure. um, you posted the car, I loved it. I hit you up immediately. I was like, bro, that's freaking fire. But then I also was like, Yo, what happened to the model three? So yeah, backstory. Jordan owned previously a model, a Tesla model three. Um, and I know that he had ended up having some issues with it. And again, the floor is yours, my friend. What's what happened?
1: Yeah, uh, I'll make a, a long story short, but I, I had some battery issues, um, uh, not holding or, or supplying charge to the batteries. So I went to the dealership a few times, um, ended up spending close to two months in the dealer two battery replacements at like almost 30 grand in total for, for them, not me. It was all warranty, but I was going to um, say, thank God for the warranty. Yeah. Yeah. Not on my dime, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, un- unfortunately it was just, uh, it was just one of those cars. I said it was either, what do they call them? Uh, Friday or Monday cars. Cause when they're being built on Fridays or Mondays, people usually want to be out of the, out of work the fastest. So, um, so yeah, I think I just had a bad batch, yeah. but yeah, uh, I uh, I was able to get out of it. Um, we cut ties, no ill will. I think I think with the 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 battery thing's cool. It was great. I mean, not paying for gas or anything like that was cool. Um, right. Need experience, but I think we we've got a, a little got a little ways to go before we, you know, make that a regular thing. Especially with 100%. service. I mean, you see I mean, how many how many uh, Tesla trucks do you see delivering brand new cars every day? Like so many. It's so ridiculous. you got to think those service centers are getting backed up like crazy with recalls, this and that. So it's just once the infrastructure is a little bit uh, bigger yeah. and more
0: organized, I think we'll be there. But I, I had to be the guinea pig. So, but you know yeah. what? I think it's important for us to go ahead and be. You know, I say for us, you guys in particular who 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 do what what you guys do. Um, you you know, you guys are we're, we're enthusiasts, right? And I feel like if we're gonna go ahead and have some type of platform. Whether it's a social media account or represent one of the biggest brands in automotive in regards to DuPont, and we have the opportunity, um, why not test the limits? And that way, especially you guys who 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 have clients that that speak to you on a daily basis and ask for you guys' advice and want to go ahead and pick your brains, you might as well go ahead and try and experience something new so you can be giving an honest answer. I mean, sure. I've 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 now had the pleasure of being able to go ahead and do something it's relatively similar. And if anybody were to ask me about my experience, I'm going to be completely honest. And sure. by the way, I have been, you can go listen to the podcast about it. When I talk about the car that I drove. Um, so, and I think it's really important that if you, if we have a platform such as this, um that we get a chance to go ahead and really talk about it but i always it always did make me chuckle that every single time you guys did go up north you all always you guys always took dylan's car (laughs) i think we'd have to stop so many times i will say though i I still want to
1: drive a plaid i i I think it would be i mean i think it's a a requirement yeah yeah i think the dual motors the regular model threes were were fast i think dylan can agree with that but uh I mean, a plaid has to be insane. So that's that's
0: still on the list for, for must drive. I think I need to go ahead and drive that too, especially since I've already had the experience in something fast that's electric. Yeah. I need to go ahead and definitely make the jump and just see what, I don't want to say what all the fuss is all about because that's like discrediting the plaid. Like the plaid is dumb, dummy fast, Yeah. right? So it, I think it's only right for me to go ahead and sit down and be like, okay, do I really have, the balls of steel that i claim to have or am i gonna bitch out here and the likelihood is it's gonna be the latter i'm going to bitch out like i'm (laughs) I'm not i'm probably not even gonna go full throttle because i just don't i'm or maybe i am and then just be like i can't do this and then get off throttle immediately
2: um but now i got to uh go for a ride in a lucid and it was insane like dude, aren't they the coolest no insane they look
0: crazy too yeah
2: it's uh this particular drive was around laguna seca with the stig driving
0: that's right shout out to ben collins that was when you went to car week last year you told me about that right or oh, no no the Hypercar invitational excuse me yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It was, yeah it was
2: it was monterey car week oh it um, was okay cool i yeah. want to make sure crazy 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 how fast those cars are
0: i know but going to trip- <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, d- d- what was really impressive about that particular car is the range really is quite excellent um and, yeah. and whatnot. And you went in the faster version than than I did because you went in the um, not not the dream. You went in the did you go in the sapphire?
2: I think so. I don't okay. know.
0: It's yeah. I mean it's bananas. I went in the regular. I went in the regular Grand Touring. <laughs> Freaking eight hundred horsepower. It's stupid. It's yeah, stupid. Probably. You know? know, and then and then Jordan was whipping around in a 400 horsepower. Te- it's the equivalent of what would be a 400 horsepower Tesla. And he's just like knocking around Florida, and being like, "What's up, bitches? What's going on?"
2: <laughs> shoop, this, shoop, this car was so fast. Like I, I, still can't even explain it. Like it's yeah. wild how fast those cars are. Get,
1: they, they, some of really the power hard. in some of the cars that you've driven before, but like that was one where every day it was just like a smile on your face when you're just stomping on the floor
0: and just, and you don't hear anything. No, you just hear no. Like, oh. it's just like this weird sound. Like I've explained it before on the podcast, uh, but it's in particular with the loosen and Dylan, I'm sure you can attest to the same thing. It sounds like an airplane taking off at full acceleration. It's, yeah, it's really like wild wine almost, yeah. But, yeah,, and then yeah, you yeah. hear the wind buffing uh, uh, outside, and you're like, "What is happening right now? Are we about to open up a portal into a black hole? It's yeah. really crazy. Um but I'm curious to know, Jordan, now that you've went, made the transition back to gasoline, um ha- was it easy for you to go ahead and transition back into it in, in regards to ownership experience and whatnot? I forget it- to put gas in the car all the time. <laughs> like all
1: the time. <laughs> Uh, we'll be like going to lunch or something, and I'll look down and I'm like, "Oh man, I'm at a quarter tank." It's just, yeah, it's just something you just have to get used to again. But it's I it's it's not bad. I mean, if I was in California paying what like eight dollars a gallon, I'd probably something like penny. that. I think they're like seven dollars uh, a gallon, something like that. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's been good. I, I've missed cool. driving manuals since my last car, and mm. uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely gonna be a a journey with it. We're gonna see if we can get some some modifications on it, make it look good.
0: So. Well, you're a tasteful man. I'm sure that you're going to be able to go ahead and knock it out of the park from the looks department. Like no problem. Um, so, but, Dylan, I... there you, you did two things recently that were, I think, pretty dope. A, you you sold the Raptor, and you bought another Raptor, which is a pretty gangster move <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> so that was dope but then also and, and I'm, i and i want to go ahead and get your thoughts on everything you also just sold your ls 400 your alexis ls 400 you just sold it on Bring a trailer right did it officially go final
2: yeah it sold congratulations man that's awesome yeah uh, it was uh it was nerve-wracking because i i went no reserve on that sucker yeah so uh yeah i i did well though i i basically it was a know, clean ls 400 let's be real here It was a very nice
0: example. LS430, excuse me. That's my bad. That's my bad. So you guys took that car, if I'm not mistaken. You guys drove it up to Indianapolis when you went to the Indy 500 last year, right? You guys were listening to my show on the way up there, like bosses and like real friends. I appreciate y'all. Always got my back. I got the text message from Jordan. It's like, yo, we got you. We're listening to the podcast on the way there. And I was like, these guys, they're homies for life. And at that moment, I knew. And I was like, uh, those are my boys. Uh Sure. how was the experience of happening uh, of was this your first time using bring a trailer to go ahead and sell anything like that
2: yeah yeah i don't i uh, I don't keep cars for long enough um Mm -hmm. and i don't typically have a ton of history on the cars that i buy i i just look for good deals i drive them and then i sell them um i figured if there was ever a car to put on bring a trailer it was this because it was very i had all the service records i had um a good idea of the whole car's history it had low miles it was in literally perfect condition it had the ultra luxury package with the reclining rear seats massaging you know it was the coolest car the coolest um so i figured i mean that's the one the process uh probably took me like two months to even get it live on the site really wow which, I mean, part of it is I didn't have photos of the underside. I didn't have some things that they wanted. They needed a photo of the title and this and that. So that took a little while. Um, so it probably could have been shorter. And especially some of the dealers that list stuff all the time, I'm sure they have priority. Um, but what, as soon as the last, because they don't have two cars on at the same time, two of the same cars on at the same time, they uh, as soon as the last LS430 got taken down last Friday, two Fridays ago. Um, Mine went up. And then, you know, I was nervous because of the comment section, obviously. And it was like Thursday, the auction ended on Friday and then on Thursday night and Jordan can, you know, talk about this too, but I I got smoked. This guy started commenting about mileage discrepancies in the service records, which I mean, it's, it doesn't show up on the Carfax. It doesn't show up on anything else. It's just that the mechanic fat fingered the numbers when, you know. Bro,
0: I got fat fingers right over here, man. It
2: happens, people. <laughs> it happens. It is what it I'm is. tell this guy I'm bringing a trailer. But yeah. the car also sat for two years, and the guy, like, couldn't fathom that a car could sit for two years. And it's like, dude, like, the car has 70,000 miles. It's, you know, 20 years old. It's also a Lexus.
0: It's a Toyota product. Like if anything's going to sit for two years and then work perfectly as soon as you turn it on, it's going to be a Toyota, Lexus, or Honda. Right. That's just, that's, that's a reality. Like let's just be real, but carry on.
2: But yeah, no. So this guy was just saying like buyer beware and all this stuff. So, I mean, the car was at like 11 grand and I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I think I might be selling this thing for 11 grand because that's just, that's what it is. So then fast forward, I'm at Amelia Island. I'm actually at one of the physical auctions. I'm at the, a broad arrow auction and you know we've got like 10 minutes left in my auction. So I step outside and I'm standing out in the back and then 12,000, 12,5, 12, 12 just goes up and up and it closed at
0: 18,930. Wow. So that's over. way more yep. than I expected it for. it That's pretty good, dude.
2: Solid, very. That solid. is
0: super. Whoever bought that car definitely got a nice car because I've seen pictures of that car. It's Guess super it's clean. Going, yeah, Guess that's that's, that's so good, man. Where's it going? Phoenix. Oh no, kidding! Oh <laughs> man, I need to. Okay, let me know who it is. I'm gonna definitely talk to him. Like, yo, bro, that's my boy's car. Let me see it. Uh, yeah. That's incredible, dude. That that's awesome. Well, congrats to that buyer. And even then. 70,000 miles and it being just a tick under 19, I would say that's a, that's a really good dilly deal.
2: Yeah. You know, it's solid yeah, I mean, never, sure never see them like that with the ultra luxury package. All, I mean, the rest of them that you see have 160 K and they're clapped out. So
0: yeah. It or a million mile Lexus like Ferris, Right. That out. I mean, respect to that, that car, that car's still alive at Tavares' garage. Can you believe that? That's that blows right. my mind. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The fact that it's even running, I don't understand it. Like it, it also got featured on car Trek, And I'm just like, how is this thing not blown up yet? And it's well over a million now.
2: They are such great cars. I'll, I'll yeah. buy 20 more LS four thirties. That car is so awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I, I definitely need to go ahead and uh, get, I'm a big Lexus uh, ISF fan. I, I really love yeah. the ISF. I think it's been, and obviously so do others because it, it went down in price for a long time and then like about 5 years ago it like held and yeah. then you can't find anything under 30 grand and even at 30 grand they've got like 80,000 miles on it and I'm like whoa and yeah. then if you want a really good one they're like in the 40s like mid 40s which i to be completely honest i think is a really great deal but still like the fact that they've held there and then the new IS500s, which are basically the same car, but with like a nicer suspend, like a more comfortable suspension, if you will. Um, I mean, new, they're like 70. And I haven't seen any for sale because I think anybody who's buying them are keeping them. I don't yeah. blame them. They're really dope, dope cars. I, so. If that's not a stamp of approval on what Lexus represents as a brand, I don't know what else is. Um, but I, I got to ask you, because I, I did mention the Raptors first there, Dylan. Uh, um, exp- so you sold a Raptor to then buy, I because I was like, oh, man, all right, he's selling the Raptor. I'm wondering who he's going to get next. And I hit you up. I was like, what's what's coming next? He's like, buying another Raptor, bro. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like what what's the point yeah. so what's up man what was the what was the problem what was the mind
2: the mindset behind that um so i bought the first raptor i've spent some time in raptors for for work
0: right and
2: so great
0: they're the like, coolest trucks yeah
2: the ultimate daily driver and they don't lose their value that ever yeah so I mean, the, you guys they, went they,
0: up to Vermont for Jordan's birthday in the Raptor, right? That's oh, right, brother. I got yeah. you. Celebrated his you. 30th <laughs> yeah. on Christmas. My yep. man got all the love in the world for you, brother. I'm glad you guys had a good Appreciate time out there. Thank but you. Yeah,
2: that was that was the whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy.
0: Oh, we were we supposed the- to drive. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh my god, I, de- I I feel like we I, I feel like the people need to hear that story, but and. Screw it. We got. I mean, I got time as long as you guys got time. But what what, I want to go ahead and hear the thoughts on the Raptor first, and then hear that story because I I know you guys are always up to fun shenanigans.
2: Um. Yeah. No. I just I had spent a a lot of time in Raptors, and they're great, and you're not going to lose value. And at the time, I had the Lexus and a supercharged Miata, an NA Miata that. I I wanted to get rid of both of them and I I had a deal on the Lexus and I was selling the Miata the next week. So I was like, what's, where could I just, just have, what could I get for a daily driver that I'm not going to lose my money? So I bought the Raptor, Um, sold the Miata right away. Lexus we just talked about um, loved the Raptor. Um, It was awesome. I don't know how true this next statement is. Um, Jordan's heard it from other people, but Apparently that raptor, Tom Cruise bought for his son.
0: The the new one that you have now, the black one, the 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 white, the white white one. one.
2: Really? Yeah. I don't. You know, they they didn't tell me that when I was selling it. I heard it after the fact, so I don't. You're lying. But who knows? That's a pretty cool thing that to know for sure. But yeah, imagine if it if it was true. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So that truck, I s- drove it to Vermont. I drove that thing to Miami. I drove it everywhere. so racked up the mile I put like 20,000 miles on a thing in like three three months. Um, yeah. Yes,
0: not. Nah, that's what I'm talking about. baby. that''s, that's how we call, that's how we do it. That's tormenting tarmac right there, bro. Yeah. Tormenting tarmac, tormenting dirt, tormenting snow, no. tormenting mud, everything, tormenting the planet in the best way possible. <laughs> yes, dude. I
2: love um, it. So did that. Um, and I was like, look, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta get rid of this before it has a bazillion miles on it. Yeah. So the old um, owner of DuPont registry had a, raptor in colorado mm-hmm. it's that he he drove out there and he left it at his house out there or whatever um so i bought my i was going on a ski trip out there i bought that drove it while i was out there the plan was to drive it back but i just had too much going on with work so i had to ship it back
0: no that's a smart idea and i know that um you you you, you it, it's, it's black and it looks awesome and i'm stoked for you and uh now my, my man Dilly Dill is gonna be r- ripping around the mean streets of Florida, just you know, doing burnouts galore and just jumping all the curbs as, as best as possible. And then you're gonna see a cool dark green all track golf just right behind him, like boop, boop, and just doing its <laughs> thing, just mobbing around Florida, being like, yo, what's up, baby? DuPont in the house. I love it. <laughs> that's so good so so what happened on this Vermont trip because I think I heard a little bit of it but this is it was definitely one of those planes trains automobiles type situations right like <laughs> yeah yeah tell this, them, this is the reason why <laughs> we love cars people this exact story that's coming up next this is why the car is still the best means of transportation on on the planet oh, the particularly in the United States but carry on
1: yeah, we um, we decided to try and um, save some miles on the truck and take the um, what car train. The, yeah, the car train. Yeah. Right. Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. So we so you. We would get up, um, drive to, I don't know. It was like an hour and a half, couple hours north of um, where we are here, and get uh, to the tip of Florida and then take a train and load the truck up and go from Florida to Virginia. So it would be, I don't know, we'd save a couple thousand miles, would you say? That's
0: a good chunk of mileage to go ahead and save for sure. I think it's
2: a thousand. I think it's like 900 or something. Something like that. And um, so we got up there,
0: Dylan had called
1: at least four times to make sure the truck would fit. Yes, 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 it's a Raptor. They said, yep, you're good to go. So uh, pack up our stuff, get up there, bright and early, first one's in line, go up, get our ticket. And she says, we're going to send you over to the measuring spot so they can just measure your mirrors, make sure you're, you fit and you're good to go. Right.
0: Got to the measuring spot. Guy takes one look at us and says, that's not going to fit. So now mind you for, for the people who are listening, Dylan's Raptor was stock. Oh, completely stock. It's not like wider tires. It doesn't have wider it didn't have because obviously this he already sold this raptor but even the new one is actually stock too but like it was basically stock now that being said it an f-150 raptor is it's a wide truck it's not as wide as a ram trx but it's wide yeah but it's that's what's so frustrating guys and and i'm sure that dylan and jordan you guys must have been beside yourself because it's like you guys know what truck you guys have and you guys yeah. know hey You're checking like for Dylan to have checked four separate times and say, Listen, guys, I have a wide truck. Are you sure? Because I don't, they did they? I because I assume that they did get a chance to go ahead and refund you your money back when they said that this truck is not going to fit on that cart, right? Yeah, Yeah.
1: well, after they pulled out their uh two staple yardsticks to measure to just to make sure, (laughs) uh. Yeah, it was because uh, they they had said it, you know if it fits by the side mirrors you can go down to the shop down the road and he'll take off your side mirrors which I'm sure is a second gig for that guy but
0: <laughs> I'm sure
1: um, <laughs> so but the the fenders even were were too wide right and they went over oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the tires tire, were like
2: that. yeah the the tires wouldn't even even fit like there was like you know a couple centimeters of each tire wouldn't have even it's gone crazy. In, like, it, so yeah. like the, then you had the fenders then you had the mirrors. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it couldn't have happened to two better people. Because, I mean, we, like you said before, we drove to the Indy 500 without, you know, no problem. And this time, we literally looked at each other, laughed, because we were just, we were like, how <laughs> funny would it be if they said we couldn't get onto this? We had, like, <laughs> a room on the train. Oh. Like, we were, it, it was going to be Oh, and we
1: didn't sleep five. the
2: whole night. I mean, I stayed
1: up all night the night before because I was like, I'm sleeping on a train, so I'm just going to... Yeah stay up all night and try to
2: be oh awake, you
0: know? And then and I saw week, you guys as stops. So you guys were like stopping in the middle of nowhere and you're like, okay, it's been like, however much time without sleep. And I was like, yo, these guys are crazy. Yeah. It's usually nuts.
1: It's usually like 20 back to Vermont. It's usually like 21, 22 hours. That's a long drive. You'll, bro. Make, you'll obviously break it up in a couple of days. But I think we, yeah. I think we, we did it one time in like
0: 19, Y'all Baby cannonballed starter. from Florida to, to Vermont in yeah. 19. Oh, my God. You guys, are you guys are my heroes. That's so <laughs> The scat pack. Oh, the scat pack we did. It in, yeah, that was nice. Oh, that must have been nice and plush. Yeah. I mean, so was the Raptor. Like, that's the one thing. I don't think people realize that I, I, I've driven a 6.2 V8 Raptor. It's a really comfortable cruise. Yeah. i mean i i didn't drive it for a long period of time i i was a valet back in the day and i was driving it around um i, I may or may not have mobbed around before i got it back over to the customer but i was very kind to his truck and it was lovely it's all um it's it, it's such a they're such cool trucks and um i'm curious to know um now that you've now had two um dylan do, do you like the experience of the EcoBoost V6 uh,
2: compared to the V8 um I don't I don't think I've ever driven the V8. Okay. I've driven a V8, uh but I haven't driven the V8 version of the Raptor. The Raptor. Um but I I love it. Yeah, I don't I mean especially cuz we had a guy at work that uh tuned his did like a bunch of stuff to it. Um yeah, like intercoolers, cold air intake, all that <clears> stuff, um, and it was making good power. And he literally probably put sixty thousand miles on it while it was tuned. Like to, it was running like, well, it was like twenty five pounds of boost or something. Yeah, Yo, that was, that's insane. So dude. hard too, and he, and he would beat on it too, and it ran like a champ. I mean, of course, yeah. you hear stories about you know stuff happening like um cam phasers failing and stuff like that, but. Uh, I I haven't had a problem with it. It get if I don't drive it like a jerk, then I get good gas mileage. You know for what it is and
0: considering what the, this enormous thing of humanity, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah,
2: so.
0: I, I, you know if you get like twenty miles out of, to the gallon out of a Raptor, like I I feel like you're winning at life. Like I, I think, think that that's that
1: like that's what we were doing on
0: the way up to Vermont. We, I mean, that's, we, pretty we pretty yeah, that's pretty impressive. good, Yeah, it wasn't that's that really impressive. And then so when you guys got to Vermont, it was like a full like it was the North pole. I saw like the pictures and I was like, yo, these guys are about to have the time of their lives with this thing in Vermont. It was so good. Like you guys did the perfect unplanned road trip in reality, when you really think about it and like that's the type of things. Yeah.
2: It was uh, a lot of fun. I mean, there were some hiccups. We hit some traffic places. I may or may not have, turned off the GPS and got super lost. Oh yeah. I, we got to like, once we got close enough to Vermont, I turned off the GPS. Cause I was like, I've done this drive 700 times, but I also hadn't slept in like 36 hours. <laughs> so, so we, uh, we were just driving along and I'm like, looking at, and there's like this beautiful river along the side of the highway and I'm like, this is crazy man like I've never seen this before I missed <laughs> I just must not have been paying attention and we're like taking pictures of the river like, wow that's amazing and then we see signs for like Buffalo New York and we're like, oh, oh my gosh God. we' are <laughs> so far out
0: yeah that's so, so two good.
2: Hours, the wrong way whatever it doesn't matter
0: no I got you and you and did your girlfriends did they stay in Florida or did they fly up to meet you in Vermont? Um mine mine stayed uh here in Florida with her family. Okay, because I was gonna family. say, dude, imagine if you want to take in your girls.
1: I rented a challenger. I rented a challenger and drove up with my girlfriend uh last year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so that was good. so she's done it. She knows what's up. I gotcha. But that's that's amazing, dude. I'm glad that you guys had a good time. And of course, you know, that that's the key. That's the key component to going in and doing long road trips. A lot of caffeine and a little bit of rest. You know, yeah. and making sure that somebody else is coherent in the car besides yourself, because Lord knows after 36 hours, you're just not gonna be functioning on all cylinders and whatnot. So that makes total yeah. sense. But you know, you've got the raptor now. Um, you know, you're gonna go ahead and be daily it and whatnot. Um, and I and you sold a Miata, which is super cool. Do you want it? are you looking to go ahead and get back something else, or are you just gonna go ahead and be chilling with the raptor for now?
2: Well, um, I I told myself I wasn't gonna look for a little while and <laughs> today i found like literally the lexus was supposed to be picked up today i was going to be late to this podcast because i was going to be loading it onto a truck to phoenix but um so i started looking a little bit today at work and tomorrow i am hopefully going to buy an audi tt, audi <laughs> TT with uh, uh it's got eighteen thousand miles on it so we'll see whoa
0: that's that's cool manual or uh, automatic Manual very cool Uh, dude i don't think tt's get enough love and particularly ttrs's are crazy cool
2: that's a sick car yeah it is
0: it's an rs3 but with two doors it's
2: awesome yeah those are sick this is less sick but i like the idea of it so we'll see i got
0: you how about you jordan are you just gonna be chilling with the golf wagon for now is that plan Yeah, i think i'm just
1: gonna do the wagon thing for a little while and um cruise it out it's got like 15k on it so it's it's oh it's a brand new it. car yeah, so yeah i've got plans for at least a few years in it or if if you know someone hits me with a number that i can't resist then i'll
0: i'll let it go but i got you yeah it should be fun all right well okay so i did say i, I hit you guys up <clears throat> uh earlier this week and last week um th- first of all one of the funnest things that i see on my instagram account in particular when it comes to the weekends is when you know Dylan is just having a fun and he started this thing a couple of months ago where he calls it Dylan's Dilly. Okay. I don't want to butcher the name. <laughs> Say it correctly for me,
2: Dylan. I have no, it I literally, literally doesn't have a real name. I started it because I wanted to support my dealer clients and just right. show cool cars that they have available. Cause a lot of times they're cars that people wouldn't normally be searching or that they wouldn't know are available. And, you know, I like helping out my clients. So I, w- I would make a joke out of it and just call it like Dylan's Dilly Deals, Friday Dilly Deals. And then every week <laughs> just since one because I can't remember what I called it last week. And then it's just, uh it's just kind of the thing now. So yeah, I just call it Dilly Deals. All right, perfect. Well, we
0: each are looking up anywhere between maybe three or four cars that we would consider a really good dealy deal. Nice. Um, so um, I'm going to go ahead and I brought one up earlier, and it, I think I may have lost it. I'm trying to look for it. Bear with me one second as I pull it up here. Shout out to, and and by the way, I am. I'm going to plug it right now. I am on DupontRegistry.com, um, cool. and they have a, an incredible assortment of different things where all their clients' um, listings are on that website. So if you are interested in getting something uh, of an, uh, of an enthusiast type, if you will Um, go check out dupontregistry.com. And it's got all the automotive manufacturer selections, and then you can go and put in your respective zip code, and then it'll bring up all the cars for sale that are associated with dupont Registry's partner dealerships, or partner clients who have things for sale. So wanted to go ahead and plug that really quickly, but I, there was a particular car that I saw not too long ago on you guys' respective Instagram page that made me smile. And I'm trying to go ahead and see if you guys have one for sale online right now. Bear with me one second, scrolling. Okay, you've got 12 of them. This is perfection. (laughs) It's exactly what I wanted. See if I can, any
2: distance. Let's just do any distance, all states. Well that's the cool thing about our site. Like if you're looking on uh auto trader or car drivers, mm-hmm. it'll put you at like 25 miles from your location. But because of the caliber of cars that we deal with, um we start at any distance. So you're searching the freaking globe.
0: Far and wide.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, here's my first dilly deal. All right. <clears throat> Now this car is available at Fusion Luxury Motors. Where is where is that like where is that, where is that dealership in? in California? Okay, so I am looking at what is one of my all time favorite cars. Um, now this is a heavy hitter, so I'm just I'm just being honest. It's a heavy hitter. This is a 2006 Mercedes-Benz SLR McLaren, um, one of my all time favorites, and uh, Fusion Luxury Motors has one with thirty three hundred and two miles, and they have it for a reasonable. 549 950 that's actually not, not terrible not that bad so SL, slrs have really shot up in the last three years guys it's insane i remember there was a time that they were like 200k which don't get me wrong is a lot of money but for it to be half a million for a 3300 mile slr that's a big number huge number. big
2: number yeah the uh you got to look up the um, after this, the SLR that uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, the it's, Fort Lauderdale. Is that the one that you guys posted on the IG page? That's the one with the. um.
2: It's Renful Rentec Mansory. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: OK, so let me be clear right now. I'm not a fan of Mansory body kits, but the Mansory body kit on that SLR is straight fire. Like I- that is such a good looking car way cooler than any mansory body kit i've ever seen oh those Absolutely. wheels were especially made for that car too that's pretty cool yeah I, I think it's the white one i think actually it's on you guys's website if i'm not right mistaken right now so yeah that's but yeah that's my first dilly deal um dylan the, the, the this is your idea of dilly deals what's your first dilly deal what you got
2: my first dilly deal the problem is, and the cars that I chose, a lot of my dealers aren't doing call for price or, or aren't putting their price or putting call for price. Mm-hmm. Part of it isn't as much for me that it's a deal as much as like it's just a you know a, a cool car that you can find. And the one that I found was um the speed tail at Canapa. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. It's a one of one brown. I, I believe I think it was the last Speedtail. Um it comes with a uh portable, you know, the the chargers that you drive over. He made this whole thing so you can move that charger around to different places. Um it's just the coolest. It's a cool car.
0: All right. Jordan, what you got for a dilly dill, my friend?
2: Um
1: I got one here. It's uh it's through Speedart Motorsports down in Miami. It's a 2018 mercedes-benz g65 amg oh damn okay yeah and it's it's 215 but i don't think that uh you can find another one so i think that would be the deal i've never i I don't think i've ever seen really many other g65s for sale
0: so g65s are super
1: i didn't even know that was a thing I don't know if well, we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. It's um I don't yeah, that, that thing popped up on our site the uh the other day, and we were looking at it. And V12 and a G Wagon seems like a good move for me.
0: Dude, I've become a really big fan of G Wagon four x four squares. Like those are oh, yeah. such cool trucks, like really, really gnarly. Um so I am back on the dupontregistry.com website, of course. And okay, here's a good one. There's a 2021 R8. With 11,960 miles over at the Porsche Exchange dealership. And they're asking 169,987. I think that that's a strong, healthy number for a well-driven new, you know, um, because this is the last year of the R8, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's uh, being discontinued after this year. Um, Yeah, Yeah. and it's a great body style. Uh, This one, I think, is that black? Yeah, it is. It sure is. yeah, 11, near, almost 12,000 miles, black black exterior, black interior, um, really clean wheels. Those are stock Audi wheels. I think for 170, I think that's a healthy number, I would say. I think R8s are just the way to go. R8s are dope. Very cool. All right. Dylan, what, what else do we got?
2: I got one more. Um, it's a new client. Um out of Canada, but they've got a I believe a one of one. I don't know what color it is. Let's see if they say it. But it's like um crazy rare blue F12 TDF. Okay. Um they're asking a million two fifty for it. Okay. Um, so I don't know if it's a, a dilly deal but <laughs> it's a dilly deal. You know what I'm saying? I but I mean, you, bro. It's, um, it's gotta be one of one It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy car. All right. How about
1: you, Jordan? Um, I've got one here. It's, uh, it's actually pretty expensive. I'm sure it's call for price obviously, but it's a 2021 McLaren Elva, but it's, been fully done through mso so mclaren special operations uh no windshield uh it's dove gray so kind of like nardo and then it's got a pretty vibrant um uh blue interior to it nice
0: i dude i'm i'm down with an elva i i definitely like elvas i think that um they're different cars you know you get that's like a modern day can-am car oh for sure they they're super cool and like i know you'd probably look like a dork driving around with your helmet on i would i would do it like i, yeah. I would roll around with a helmet on like i would that's, i wouldn't care that's like an sp2 i'd do the same thing in the sp2 yeah. i i rock with that dude i i dig it very much um and then i found two more cars one of them i think is a really good dilly deal and the other one i think is a solid for what it is type dilly deal um i'll do the solid for what it is first um This is a a 2022 BMW M5 available through Chicago Motorcars in West Chicago, Um, 7,700 miles on it, 159.8. I'm looking to see because I definitely get M5 CS vibes from it, in particular if you look at the wheels, but I think, I think it's just a regular M5. I'm looking here just to make sure, yeah, just a regular M5 um it is a red interior gray exterior it looks pretty pretty is cool is that one of the is that a frozen color is it yeah, yeah. Right here can you see that oh yeah, yeah yeah i got you yeah that's a nice looking car um i think m5 like f that's a that's the f90 if i'm not mistaken i want to make sure that i
1: uh, um that i you? i'm so bad with my gens now with bmw's i've worked for them but um <laughs> it's the new gen but yeah those things yeah. Those back seats have you seen the back seats in those things
0: Yes, they're like capitalist like chairs, they're bucket seats. Yeah, yeah they're super yeah. cool. That's, I say they look super cool, but I'm not 100% certain if they feel very good, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, I check it out for sure. sure. Um, and then the other one, which I think is a really good deal, and this is important for those who don't have the massive wallet like myself. Um, uh, but straight up, there's a 2015 BMW 3 Series available from in Bellevue, Washington, at Park Place Limited. It's a three series for 14,950 and, uh, just a tick under 109,000 miles. And I know that sounds like a high mileage for a BMW, but, um, I think what people need to understand is, and I wish I knew if this, what what three series this was, um, because, um, what I was going to say is that those are very strong, strong cars. Like, yeah, they have their small electrical gremlins and whatnot, like any BMW would have, but from a powertrain standpoint, those BMWs have been known to be really, really reliable and really strong. And at that price of just under fifteen grand for that mileage, I actually don't see that being a bad deal at all. And nope. I figured I'd finish it up with that because, you know, not everybody's got five hundred grand to spend on an SLR. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> Lord big. knows I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that was pretty good, man. Any matter. other dilly deals that you guys found or?
2: That's signing daily true, deals yeah, every single day. To that's true. You have to tune in on Friday. For on the Fridays,
0: day. man. We got it. That's
2: one of the things that I
0: always look forward to. I always, every single time Dylan pops him up on his Instagram, I was like, oh, it's Dilly Friday. Let's go, baby. No, I oh. walk behind him and see it. He, he he puts some hard work
1: into it. He, gets he does. Done. He does. It, it, harder,
2: a, <laughs> it's harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought it it definitely is hard. hard. I, I've it,
1: done some of the social. Yeah,
2: like
0: right. that. It is. It it is. But you know, I, I've never seen Dylan come up with something that does not appeal to the eye, and that's really important. Um, and it's always. And the good thing is, it's always across the spectrum. It's never just new stuff. You know, I, I've seen you post up multiple three fifty sixes. I've seen uh, multiple um, early nineties, late eighties defenders. On there too with the V8 swaps, similar to the one that was at at Barrett last year at you guys' stand that was available through LAC. That six by six Defender, which was super dope. It was crazy. I think it had an LS3 in it, if I'm not mistaken, right? LS2 or LS3? Yeah. Um, So it's just uh, every single time Dylan puts stuff in there, I'm like, this man is a man of taste, and it's not. It doesn't have to be acquired because he just knows. What the people likes, so thank you for that, Dylan. We appreciate the hard work that goes into those Fridays. No but, um, gents, I, I just I can't thank you enough. I I know that we've probably gone a, a little bit over the time, and I want to be respectful because it's later on the East Coast. But um, thank you so much for coming back on, guys. It's great to see you, sure. first of all. Um, awesome. and 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 it's nice that we don't do this very often because it's always such a treat, and I don't uh, ever want to over overdo it. But it's important, I think from an enthusiast standpoint to not only have people who are enjoying what the enthusiasm is, but more importantly, those who are within the world um, of the automotive scene that work within it on a daily basis to kind of keep us in check and kind of also help us be more knowledgeable. I, every single time I talk to you guys, I feel like I gain more knowledge um, whether it's from the high up spectrum, or even if we're talking about a, you know, uh supercharged Miatas that are super dope and, 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 you know rolling around with the coolest green golf wagons on the planet so um i appreciate you guys so much before we go ahead and wrap it up is there anything else that you guys would um love to go ahead and share or any of the things that we should be expecting in the next few weeks or few months um from the dupont registry
2: jordan does a lot of dancing on tiktok <laughs> 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 um I don't, I don't know how much of that
1: is true, but definitely make sure everyone's checking out the blog. Um, we've got news going up, uh, original content reviews, yeah. um, you know, show the, the new, the, the, the the, the
0: new Cadillac, um, so, um, not the Lyric, but the Celestic, if I'm not mistaken, is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. I want to make sure I pronounce that. Right. Um, Ron worked on Lyric. Um, I, 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 I think and I think I can go ahead and mention I'm going to have to double check with them that I can mention that. But if I'm not mistaken, um, I am allowed to talk about that because it's already out. Oh, yeah, it's already out. So I can mention it. Ron worked on Lyric and he was really, really stoked to have seen that you guys put the Celestic on the cover for this cover for this month's uh, DuPont magazine. Um, He definitely was very happy and very appreciative. And that car looks like it's going to be a real that's it's going back to old school Cadillac back in the day in the sense that it was one of the more prestigious um, upscale type vehicles the world had to offer. Um, not saying that Cadillac hasn't done a great job over the last few years. They have. You know, Black Wings are awesome. The V-Series is awesome. Escalade is one of the most iconic SUVs of all time, regardless of what people think about them. So it's very cool to go ahead and see Celestic come back and for you guys to feature it in the way that you did. Um, I'm sure that there was a, a, a large conglomerate of American car fans that have definitely appreciated it, even though it might be electric, but it's cool because it's a new, it's a new vision that Cadillac has and whatnot. So I think that's really important to show off.
1: Yeah. And check out the next issue too. I've got it right here. I, I won't give you any sneak peeks, but it's, it's sick. It looks awesome. Awesome. Like?
0: Well, I, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to, and, and massive c- congratulations to you both for your hard work um, to, to continue um, to kill the game how, as you do um, Jordan with everything that he's doing on the editorial side, um, Dylan continuing to go ahead and assist all the partners for DuPont and making sure that they are, are able to succeed in the automotive spectrum as best as they can every single day. Um, and of course you guys, not you, but you, you have, your media team who is doing car reviews every week on the YouTube channel, uh, for DuPont registry, new car reviews and whatnot. Um, go check those out. Cause they're actually high quality videos, like really high quality. They're doing a really good job. So, um, they need to keep that up and I appreciate what they're doing. For sure, Um, thank you. but, uh, no, thank you guys, but go ahead and check out Jordan on Instagram. If you want to go ahead and give him a follow, you can follow him at, um, Jordan underscore a, um, okay. Go ahead and check out Dylan, who is always firing up the Dilly Deals. Um, Go ahead and check him out at Dill on Instagram. Um, Go ahead and check out at DuPont Registry, at DuPont Registry Mag, at DuPont Registry Watches, at DuPont Registry News, at DuPont Registry Cars and Coffee. Um, Go to the cars and coffees that you guys go ahead and set up every month, um, which I need to get down to Florida and go visit you guys and go to a Cars and Coffee with you.
2: There you go. Anytime, brother.
0: We need to make it happen. And uh, hopefully Dylan can go ahead and buy himself an RS two in the next year. Uh, hopefully a good, uh, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> Seriously <laughs> let's will that to happen. Let's will that to happen. Let's will that to happen. Let's I will Jordan to uh to 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 get the date just that we've been talking about for quite a while because that 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 needs to come to fruition as well. Uh, it'll happen. It'll, I know it will. I know we're 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 getting close. We're getting close. But fellas, thank you again so much for your time. Um. It, And be on the lookout for more episodes. And hopefully we'll get a chance to go ahead and collaborate again with Jordan and Dylan in the near future. If you are interested in this podcast, please go follow it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google, um, the Anchor app itself. And then, of course, we are on Instagram. You can find us at Tormenty Tarmac. I am there, um, you know, sharing stuff about car culture and why we love it, whether it's from the heavier spectrum down to, you know, Having fun with civics and and stuff like that's that's what this is all about. That's how we all got started, and uh, that's how we will go and continue to push through and uh, just enjoy this thing that is called car culture. So, on behalf of Dylan and on behalf of Jordan, my name is Jorge Aquino. You've been listening to Tormenting Tarmac, where the enthusiast never dies. Have a wonderful night, everybody.